Welcome back to the Offstage Podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in as we've gone through season one. We're now on episode five, and I'm here with none other than Pastor Matt Malik. Pastor, can you go ahead and introduce yourself for anyone who may not have had the pleasure of meeting you yet? Certainly. My name is Matt Malik. I'm the lead pastor of Refuge and been serving as the founding pastor for almost 40 years. And uh, we're excited to be able to come to you and um, maybe answer some of those tough questions that that people have. And so. Um, God bless you. Absolutely. As Pastor Matt mentioned, we are in a season of this podcast where we are answering some tough questions. And today's question that was submitted reads, what should I do when someone I look up to spiritually starts to slip away? Now, that can be a tough one, I know, because, you know, a lot of times people have questions about maybe who church leadership is held accountable to. That's a question that we're going to answer on this podcast. And, you know, even even on a more personal level, maybe someone looks up to their mom and their dad spiritually and whatnot. And, you know, Pastor Matt, I would just love to hear your thoughts on that. What should I do when someone I look up to spiritually starts to slip away? Well, that is such an important question. And personally, I've been affected by that when somebody I looked up to, a minister that uh, I respected and I trusted, uh, had fallen mm-hmm. uh, into adultery. And it, it shook my life, and but it also helped me to realize that I can't put my trust in man. Mm. I had to put my trust in God. And I had made a determination uh, in my life, even before that situation occurred, uh, that if everyone walks away from God, I will remain faithful. Mm. I made that determination because I realized in, in seeing other situations, maybe that weren't close to me, people that had fallen, backslidden, walked away from God, turned away from uh, following him, mm. that if that uh, would happen, I'm going to still follow God. I I gave him my eternal yes. Absolutely. You know, it's that um, I'm going to serve you, Jesus, no turning back. I, I'm not going to go back to the way I used to live. Mm. I'm going to serve you even if no one else does. Absolutely. Eternal yes. That's mm-hmm. that's a good word right there. You know, I think even as you just shared, Pastor Matt, that's a fantastic declaration to make over ourselves each and every day. You know, when our feet hit the floor, God, even if everyone else walks away from you today, I will stay with you because he deserves our utmost loyalty. You know, he He gave all to save us. And so what what right do we have not to give yeah. all back to him? You know, as, as I was thinking about this question personally, Pastor Matt, I, I thought I would read Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Absolutely. This sort of speaks of, of correction in, in the spiritual and what to do when a brother or sister in Christ starts to walk away. So it, it reads, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. You know, when I when I read that passage, I think that you know we as Christ followers, as as members of the body of Christ, have an obligation to to keep each other accountable, right? And so when we see a brother or a sister in Christ start to slip away, whether it's someone we look up to or someone that we're able to sort of mentor and bring along in their in their walk with God, because maybe they're a new Christian, we have an obligation to to use the Word of God, as it says, it's useful. For, for correcting, for rebuking, for building up, for learning. We, we have an obligation to step in, but we have to be careful when we step in because the devil will also see that effort on our part to continue to grow the kingdom, to continue to build people up in Christ. He'll see that effort and he won't like it. You know, the, right. the, the devil hates 
hates when we when he sees someone succeeding when he sees someone growing closer to christ and so when we step in to try and help them to try and guide them along in this path towards jesus the devil can come after us too yes and that generates a number of thoughts uh, with me you know when you see somebody beginning to make choices and decisions that you know is beginning to go off the path uh, first and foremost i think you should pray mm. for that person Absolutely. and then at some point even praying about how to confront them. And especially if you have a relationship with them, you know, uh, many times we can't speak into the life of someone if we have no relationship with them, if That's we don't really have a meaningful point. friendship with them. And so uh, prayer is, is first and foremost. Then secondly, confrontation and uh, in, in love. And even in that passage in Galatians, uh, there's a right spirit that we approach people when we see them going off the path. And we need to do it examining ourselves because when somebody we look up to, when they go off the path, when they backslide, when they begin to make choices that are contrary to what we know is right with from the word standpoint, mm -hmm. then it can cause us to cast off restraint. Well, you know, if they did it, then I can do it too. Right, it can almost right. give you a license to, to live a life of compromise, mm -hmm. but we can't ever give in to that. Okay. And as that passage continues in Galatians there, uh, it says, bear one another's burdens. And, mm. and the, the word for burden there means heavy weight. Mm. When somebody's in that situation, we can walk them through it. But then later in that same, uh, in the context of the scripture, it says everyone should bear their own burdens. And, and the Greek word there means light load. We're all uh, responsible for carrying our load, right? But when people are dealing with a heavy load, when they're falling into a situation where they need assistance and help, then the body of Christ needs to respond, uh, not by throwing stones or uh, being accusative, but by becoming an advocate. We need to be an advocate. And I think sometimes we can drive people further away if they're beginning to slip in their faith and their walk uh, because we're we're condemning them Absolutely. rather than encouraging them yeah. or calling them to a place of, of repentance and offering to pray with them. Hey, can I get together with you? You know, there's been times where uh, I just pulled somebody aside and, and I said, you know, I, I, you're making some wrong choices. You're going in a, a path that is, is leading to destruction. It's going to be harmful for you and your family. But I want you to know I'm here for you. I, I'm somebody you can talk to anytime. And I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to give you godly counsel. I mean, you're getting things uh, and ideas from other people. That's not going to help you. But I'm going to direct you to, to find Jesus again and, and to get your life right with him again. And, and those situations have often worked out well because uh, that relationship was maintained. That when there was a breaking moment in their life, they did come back to me and they did uh, pray and ask for forgiveness and want to be restored uh, back to God. That's fantastic. You know, I love that word advocate that you you chose to use there, Pastor Matt, because an advocate is someone who isn't going to give up, right? And mm -hmm. we know that Jesus is our advocate. He advocates on on our behalf when we surrender our life to him because none of, none of us deserves none of us deserves salvation, right? It was freely given Absolutely. to us as a gift. And so Jesus acts as our advocate in that way to, to save us from evil. But, you know, even when you start to, I think, break the word advocate down a little bit more, an advocate isn't someone who gives up on you just after trying once or twice. An advocate is someone who stays by your side through thick and thin. And looking at 
this question of how how do how should I respond when someone that I look up to spiritually starts to slip away? Just like you said, Pastor Matt, there's very much a tactful way to approach that person. You you don't want to just go at them in a in an accusatory way or just say I'm now holier than thou and you need to listen to right. me. But there's a gentle way to to approach them, and that's with the Word of God, absolutely. And when you when you become or when you place yourself in sort of in this position of an advocate. You're, you're saying, you know, this isn't just something I'm going to I'm going to just try once. Hopefully you can approach that person in that situation and say, hey, what you're doing is out of line. What you're doing is stepping away from what God has called you to. What you're doing is wrong in this way or that. But it's not just a one time attempt to help that person. An advocate is someone who's going to walk with that person back to the straight and Absolutely. narrow path. Mm -hmm. Right. An advocate isn't going to just, you know, we, we spoke a couple of weeks ago sort of about the, the lost sheep, right. About the shepherd leaving the 99 to save the one. The shepherd isn't just going to go and, and see the the one lost sheep and say, Hey, come back this way, come back to the flock. And if the sheep doesn't come, he lets it go. The shepherd's going to go find that sheep and he's going to bring that sheep back. No yeah. matter, no matter how far he has to chase that sheep, no matter what obstacles might be in his way, he's going to find that lost sheep. Yeah. But the sheep needs to have a willingness to come back. Maybe you could speak into that willingness any, at all. Well, the scripture tells us, I believe it's in first or second Thessalonians that God remains faithful even when we're not. And God will put people in our life to, to speak into our life. Yeah. I think of the uh, account with Jesus when the woman was brought to him mm -hmm. in, that was caught in the act of adultery. I often think, where was the guy? You know, it takes two to be involved in that. Absolutely. But uh, all, the, all of her accusers surrounded her. And they challenged Jesus, what should be done? She's violated the law. She should be stoned. And Jesus didn't respond right away. He didn't react. I think he was contemplating and and how he was going to confront this crowd. And receiving from the Father, because we know that he and the Father were one. Absolutely. A line of communication yeah. there, yeah. And then he began to write in the sand, and we don't know what he wrote. Um, and then he made a statement, he without sin, let him cast the first stone. Mm. Uh, who has it, the right to throw stones? Such a powerful statement. Uh, and so one by one, they left from the oldest to the youngest. Uh, and then Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Absolutely. Not only did Jesus not condemn her, but he empowered her to be free. When he said, go and sin no more, that was her directive to break free uh, from a life of sin. And so in that moment, Jesus stood as an advocate, Mm -hmm. All the other people that were gathered around were standing as accusers. And Satan is the accuser of the brethren. We need to recognize that. We cannot get at that level or be in that level when we're working to restore someone who is, is slipping and fading. Uh, there's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 2, 1, uh, and it addresses, I think, this very thing. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard or we may drift away from it. And so I think listening to the word, being in the word is important, or directing people to the word when they have uh, slipped away from God. And they're going to be challenged. Uh, but don't use it as an excuse to fall away because someone you, you've looked up to has fallen away. Be determined to continue to walk with God, regardless of what others do. That's a good word, Pastor Matt. And you know... 
we we know as as children of God, as the body of Christ, that the word of God is truth. It is the truth that the Lord has left here for us to gain knowledge and insight of him, right? And I think just like you said there, in approaching the situation with the light of truth, it's going to drive out the darkness because darkness is simply the absence of light, right? You speak about that on Sundays a lot. And so when you approach that darkness with the light of the truth that is the Bible, when you approach it in a, in a loving manner, in a, in a manner of which you you just want to see this person saved. You want to see them back in righteousness, right standing with God. That light is going to drive out that darkness. Absolutely. And I think it's so important that we encourage uh, believers to stay in the word. Uh, Jesus said uh, that if we abide in this word and his word abides in us, in John 8, 31 and 32, that we would know the truth and the truth would make us free. Yeah. Uh, the tr truth is always liberating. It brings freedom. It doesn't bring us into bondage. And, and so in, in verse eight, 36 in John 8, it says, uh, he who the Son sets free is free indeed. I believe that true freedom is found in Jesus Christ. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, when we know the truth. Amen. Amen. That's such a good word, Pastor Matt. Well, as we wrap things up here today, do you have any closing thoughts to share with everybody listening? Well, I just encourage you, if, if you see somebody that you've looked up to, uh, and is uh, is making decisions to to stray away from God. That first and foremost, you begin to pray mm. uh, for them in their spiritual journey, and then approach them in in love. Approach them as we see the protocol in, in Galatians chapter five, and and I believe God will use you to help restore someone uh, from going further away from God. And we need to allow God to use us in that way. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Matt, for answering this tough question. I know that you had a, a personal element there that was very powerful. And so we just appreciate you so much taking it, on, taking it on. And we always appreciate the wisdom that you have to share. Well, thank you, Sam. Of course. And hey, for everyone watching right now, if you liked this episode, please make sure to just drop a like down below. And if you want to see more of this content, make sure to subscribe because these podcasts are coming out every week. And we are always so glad to have you guys tuning in. And hey, if there's someone who you feel like could benefit from hearing this word that we shared today, make sure to share this with them too and come back for next week's episode. Pastor Matt? Well, God bless you again. Thank you for joining us. And, and I believe that uh, God's going to use you in significant ways to make a difference in people's lives. Be open to let him use you. God bless you.